Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Face the Music. I'm Tony. And I'm Jalon. And Justin is MIA for the day, so <laughs> it's just me. He left, us, he left us. He's He said, nah. <laughs> he said, nah. I ain't rocking with y'all this week, man. You know, it is what it is. Me and Tony got it. We're just going to show him how to run a podcast, you know, because he's been thinking he's the... He's the head in charge over here, but it's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Let's go ahead and switch up the tempo and stuff, man. That's right, <laughs> nah, man. Seriously, I hope he's doing all right, though. You know, I'm sure he is, though. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing all right, man. Everything should be fine. But where you want to start? We got we got a bunch of topics. Man, it's a lot going on, man. We got Valentine's Day coming up. Mm. The Grammys just passed. It's a okay. lot, man. Like, <laughs> okay, all right, cool. Let's 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 have a little bit of fun. Let's talk about Valentine's then. What's your what's your plans for Valentine's Day? Hey, man. Honestly, uh, nothing, nothing at all, nothing at all. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the doctor and uh, okay. I'm going to get my annual physical. Okay, that is my all right. Valentine's Day date. Okay, for me. very boring, but you know. Okay, all right. Well, hey, man, you went there. I got a, actually a funny story about going to the doctor. So. Um... What's up? <laughs> <laughs> it's it, the funny thing about it I, I went a while ago I was waiting for y'all to bring up something like that so it could make sense and I do remember last year you said you went to the doctor during Valentine's Day so um, I ain't gonna say all the details but I had to go to the doctor and I had to go to a specialist and um uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on now bro woo uh, all, 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 I, all I gotta say is, I thought this wouldn't happen to me until I'm like 45 or so. So, woo, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you had to go down that yeah, road, bro. man. Hey, man, no, listen, listen, you got, you got to. Hey, it's about being healthy. It's about we're telling the people you need to go to the doctor, get checked up regularly. Because I haven't been to the doctor for a while, so that's why I had to do a little, a little extra, you know. But it was just, it was just crazy, and uh, <laughs> Life, yeah. Bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even. I don't even say it, but I think I, I think I gave too much, too well, much. You know what? I, I, for the for the sake of the audience, let's just say this, man. <laughs> if you do go to the doctor or 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 have some type of health checkups, just be sure that you're putting yourself first. You're putting your health first because that's ultimately what I'm doing. I twist the whole idea of trying to look for a date and just said, "Hey, I'm gonna treat myself on a date and." get my health checked up you know so that's my way of showing myself self-love and i would promote to our audience man if you don't do anything for valentine's day go get your ass checked out (laughs) literally literally. (laughs) man yo for real it's crazy man but nah hey that's that's good though, bro. Like this is this is this is healthy conversation. That's good yeah, to yeah. to go and get yourself checked out. Like, like mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Re- re- regardless of how, yeah. it's just you're doing it right. People yeah. lose sight of that. A lot of people they get nervous to talk about health, but health is a sign of well. How about this? Evaluating your health is a sign of self love, and if you don't know how to do that, there's no way you can give love to someone to, to someone else. So. I agree. People kind of overlook that. But. I agree. No, you said it perfect. You said it perfect. Let's let's kind of let's move away from that. For me, <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not going to the doctor. I already been. Um, but for Valentine's Day, I have a girlfriend now. No, I've been saying it probably every single episode. Right. 
I'm excited. So this is gonna be my. I've never had a Valentine's ever. So this is my first Word. Valentine's Day. So I'm not gonna give details of what I'm doing because she listens to the podcast. But we gonna have a lot of fun. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So That's I'm definitely. Dope, I'm definitely excited. Yeah. Okay. Happy for you, man. I hope I y'all have fun, it. man. For yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, we gonna have up. fun. So, so uh, congrats to everybody that has a Valentine's Day. Shout out to all the single people that are gonna be bitter because they don't have Valentine's Day. You know, you got you got to do what you got. <laughs> but um, bringing up like being single on Valentine's Day, they have this thing called Galentine's Day, where basically a bunch of single women get together and do bunch of stuff just to celebrate each other one thing that i saw scroll on instagram is they do this thing called uh, your ex drink they make a drink for your ex so for example let's say they say oh my ex was a clown they'll pretty much make a drink dress the cup up as a clown and then serve it to their friends or for example they'll say that um uh my ex was a mama's boy they will legit decorate a titty and that's your yeah. drink for your uh <laughs> For that, what do you think about that concept of having the Galentines and they praising each other, but also bashing the men? What do you think about that? Uh, you know what? Um, <laughs> I can't help to think practically, man, because like I'm trying to figure out what's the root cause of having an event like this. Is is it to fester in the past, to dwell on the past, or is it to liberate yourself from? change and if so what exactly is the change hanging out with your friends and just bashing your past or is it like a symbolism of moving on i honestly i don't know man i mean whatever floats your boat but <laughs> i really want to know what is the the benefit behind having that do you do you know i for me, when I look at it, like I said, they're bitter. When you're single, you're out here bitter. So you want to have some somebody praise you in some kind of way. So they're joking on the guy they was with, the decisions. Their friends might give them flowers, candy, because they're not going to get that. You know, if they don't, they're not having that experience. They're home looking at me and my girl on the social media post. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what they see. And they're like, dang, I wish I need somebody. So they got their little thing going on, make them feel good. But for me, I think it's corny. I would never do no what was called Gaia towns, whatever, whatever, however they do it, men's <laughs> talent day, that's corny. I think that's just like, you single, all right. It's, it's like every other holiday. I didn't celebrate uh, Halloween this year. I didn't celebrate uh, St. Patrick's Day this year. Let it pass. Like, you don't got to be all, you know, I think it's corny. Yeah, St. Saint, Saint, Saint Patty's was uh, last year, but I, I knew what you meant. For the sake of the audience, <laughs> somebody's going to question that. I'm like, what? St. Patty's didn't even come up yet. <laughs> but nah, bro, like, on some real... I have to agree with you, man. Like, um, <laughs> I think it's corny too. I think it's something that uh, they should they should change the narrative with that, man. Like, it would be kind of kind of dope if they was to all join a group and do a group exercise on mm -hmm. Valentine's Day. That shows that you're trying to improve yourself and making things better so that you could attract <clears throat> better. I mean, I don't want to, you know, put the Put the uh put the juice out there, but it's out there now. So yeah, let's yeah. go ahead and you know yeah. drink up. But look, um, that is one idea, right? It's always about improving yourself instead of dwelling on the past. And maybe I could be biased, man, because I mean, you know, it would be it would be nice if our uh lady 
audience members could, you know, chime in and let us know, like, hey, look, this is what it really is. This is what it really does for us. But from my man eyes perspective, <laughs> I don't I don't see a benefit of that. I think it's corny, too, man. They yeah. need to switch it up. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I think is corny. I don't know if you've been seeing they have um her. What is the song called? Dang, I wrote it down too. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Her every kind of way. So they have yeah. this thing called the index challenge where you have two different things. The person picks one. The other. I'm tired of that. I took I legit took a month and a half break off of Instagram where I saw I came back. Y'all still doing the same thing. Y'all can't find nothing else to do that's fun. That's that's what I do as couples. Like I'm not doing that nonsense. Yo, I've I've now I like it all came back to me, yo. I've seen that challenge in variations. I've even seen it with little kids. Like there's one uh card that says take your ass to bed. And <laughs> then the other card says take your ass to bed. <laughs> so they don't have a choice but to go, you know, yeah. go to sleep. So yeah. my thing is, man, uh yeah, that 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 trend is kind of whack because it just kind of it shows like uh you're trying to get instant gratification from your followers versus knowing what's right, you know, as far as what you want to do for your own partner or for your own person that you love. So it's just, you know, it's just whack, man. It's whack. I think it started off cool as like, I remember I saw a challenge of, let's say like date night. Let's say, let's say like for Valentine's Day, for example, we have different options. Let's say we go painting, we go ice skating, and okay, we hit that. Okay, we're going, we go through a bowl and pick it out. We're going ice skating and we'll, that was something random. I think that's kind of fun, but after a while, it's like, how many of these stupid challenges y'all gonna do, you know? That's what yeah, I mean, it just goes with the narrative of like uh, relationship goals, hashtag mm -hmm. re uh, relationship goals or whatever, just you know, doing it for the gram. I don't even know if they say that shit now, but it doesn't even matter, man. It's just people are doing it for other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. And, um, Sometimes, you know, it's just good to just let a trend just ride out, man. But I'm not going to lie. Like, say if I was to have a lady and, you know, we chilling and, and, and you know, I wanted to be creative or romantic in a way. Yeah. yeah, you know, I probably have some little index cards and say, hey, you know, have them spread out on the bar or somewhere on the, on the table. Hey, you know, pick a card. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, you know, if it's something that she likes. We do it. Whatever car she picked, that's the activity we do or whatever mm -hmm. we do. So that's fun. That that shows spontaneity in your relationship. That shows create creativity. That shows that you're trying, right? That shows True. effort. True. But a lot of people want to uh, broadcast it so that they can have record. And that right there is whack. Yeah. Like, no one's opinion is needed. I ain't gonna lie, that's kind of fire. I'm thinking about like, you know, like the scavenger hunts that you be seeing on movies and stuff. That'll be fire, but how long does that really take? You know, look under your bed, <laughs> look at the fridge, look at the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would exhaust the hell out of that shit. Look at the lamp in the third room under the light bulb. Twist the light bulb, get the other card out of the light. I would, <laughs> yo, I would stretch that shit out just for fun. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I don't know. I can't even say I'm gonna do. I'm not doing that. That's too much work. I got. I got so much stuff going on. I don't got time to be saying, "Look under there. Look under there." I might forget where I put it. So wait for the next one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not nah, real. But hey, we cannot. We cannot 
shut down the uh, idea, though, because I'm sure somebody is listening and they're like, oh, shit, that's what I'm doing for Valentine's Day. Do that's it. exactly what I'm doing. Do it. Have, have fun with it. Just know I'm yeah. not doing it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Be safe, too, now. You know, you don't want to frustrate. Nah. Yeah. Um, All right, yo, I got a question, bro. Go ahead, go ahead. So the whole cliche of, like, chocolate-covered strawberries and edibles and all that, like, I think it's cliche. What do you think about those type of edibles? Yeah, I think it's, I, th- I think it's a lazy way to do it. Like, oh, give you chocolates for this. Like, for real, like, my girl, she kind of likes chocolate, not like that, but just to get her chocolate-covered strawberries for Valentine's Day, you know what I mean? It's just like, that's a cheap way to do it. Like, think outside the box. Again, I can't say what I am doing, but yeah. think outside the box. Like, let's say they like... I don't know, cause I can, I don't I don't want to give none of my stuff away. <laughs> it can be something totally totally random, bro. Yeah 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 yeah. Let's say they like they like grapes or something. You know what I mean? Like you know, I wouldn't eat chocolate favorite flavor grapes, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate I want no damn chocolate flavored grapes. <laughs> But, you know, it's thinking, it's thinking outside the box. You know, you got to do something different. They might not like chocolate. They might like uh, nerds or Skittles or, yeah. you know, find something, a cool way to do it. Instead of just giving, oh, you like Skittles? Here's a bag of Skittles. <laughs> you know, so. I feel that, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, I can only speak on, like, past experiences uh, about myself. But, like, I always thought that it was kind of cliche for, like, chocolate and all that and chocolate yeah. cover this and that. But uh, I was about to say Thanksgiving, bro. Damn. <laughs> oh, shit. For Valentine's Day. See, I, it's been a long time for me, y'all. For Valentine's Day. Um, Yeah. No, I really want to stick in the creativity of just making her happy. Like, if I know she likes something, uh, I'm going to make sure that she's laced up with that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. To, the, to the point where she's like, good, or or I'll probably be creative and think of something new that I know she likes that she haven't done in a, in a long time or that she haven't endeavored in in a, in, a, in a while and might just partake with that. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I really uh, agree. Like, it's all about thinking outside the box, but thinking in a in a selfless way, not in a way that's like you want something in return. And I think a lot of people... They always think that Valentine's Day is that this for that type of type of day. Yeah. And that's never that. It's like, yo, I'm really doing this out of the kindness of my heart for you today. Yeah. Today. Um, I wanted to move on, but I have one more question. So Valentine's Day is on the 14th. That's a Tuesday, kind of in the middle of the week. They got the weekend before. They got that day. They got the weekend after. When would you celebrate Valentine's Day? The weekend before the weekend before for sure yeah and 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 the reason why is because uh it falls on a tuesday so if you were to celebrate valentine's day it'll just be an extended weekend you know what i'm saying true true you could take off monday you know however people roll and or take off monday and tuesday which is the actual holiday. holiday so yeah i would say it's the weekend before Oh, I agree. That's when I'm celebrating it. But thinking on the, you know, this we got a big audience. If you a player, you got 
three times to do you got three girls you know what i'm saying you got the week before you got that day you got the weekend after you know what i'm saying it's like i don't feel like if you have the game you could tell her yeah i feel like it's better to do it after blah 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 i feel like it's better to do it before i want to make sure that day is special you know you can be a player you could you got three valentine's day it's valentine's come on i mean you hey look that's some brilliant strategy right there bro but i tell you man you gotta really be a fine scientist when it comes to that for real because you just can't just jump into that theory and think nothing hypothetical is not going to happen you can you can meet up with somebody that you uh probably wasn't involved with at a function that you bring your second date to so you know you kind of got to be very strategic of how you're going to do things just as long as you don't bring them back to your crib like that's so obvious just Mm. do not do that so, so yeah, what, would you, what would you do in that situation then? You go, you're on a date, you you being a player right now, right? You say you're doing uh, nothing. But let's say you get mindset of a player, Tony. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got your Valentine's Day in the beginning. You got your Valentine's Day in the end. You take one Valentine's Day in the beginning. The weekend after, you take another girl, and you end up seeing the girl you took last weekend. What are you doing in that situation? Oh, gosh. Well, first off, you got to make sure that communication is sharp and for the listeners out there i have on my uh, player hat so (laughs) (laughs) this is my this is my player hat all right all right look if i was a player if i was a player i'll make sure that communication is sharp between all three dates right make sure that expectations is clear between all three dates meaning they know what's about to happen they know the plans they know what time they know where to meet up they know what's up, right? The standards, the standards is during the day of the date. It's during that actual time. You're gonna, we're gonna pivot and adapt to whatever the vibe is during that day. So we're gonna have to set the standards when we are face to face type deal, right? So example, uh, first date went well, everything is good. Hey, I hope you made it home safe. Or, you know, I'm happy you came out, blah, 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 blah. Thank you. You know, the follow-up is good. I'll talk to you soon, right? The second date, the vibe is off because you had such a great time at the first date. You keep thinking about the first date, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're trying to figure out, well, why can't you keep up with the vibe with the second date, right? So your vibe is off and it's throwing her off, right? Immediately abort the situation, like, change it up go somewhere else do something different right then and there do some spontaneous and if she ain't you know digging it hey that's an l go ahead and eat it go ahead and eat that l and remember that you still got that third date that you got to prepare for so learn from that lesson don't bring that uh good vibe to a new vibe right play shit. and then on top of that you go to the third date fresh plate no emotions. <laughs> You're just there with her, right? Yeah. Nine times out of 10, you'll probably have two dates out of three dates that'll go good if you were to have three dates in that situation. But, you know, let me take off my player hat. Yeah. <clears throat> nah, because I'm thinking, I know I said it like that, but you can legit, you can legit have, have multiple dates. So you can legit have like a Saturday. I'm busy. I'm going to church on Sunday. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's real. That's real. Sundays, yo, it's sacred. Like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, then you could end up, you know, 
Dude, hey, I'm, I'm done talking. I'm not a player, so I'm not gonna say that. Else. <laughs> I feel you, man. Like I did see this clip of uh, Little Wayne, and he and uh, he was asked if uh, whether or not he had uh, multiple dates on the same day, yeah. right? Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I've been single for a while, and uh, yeah, I, that that actually happened to me before. Luckily, the uh, dates wasn't um, too draining. You know, like I said, it was all expected. I knew what to do. All of that. But um, on the flip side of it, though, after that second date, I was done. I'm talking about like <laughs> mush brain. I couldn't even think for myself. Hey, man, what you want to eat? Shit. I don't even know. You, you know, yeah. done. Yeah. Right. I'm going to I'm going to say for all the people out there that is uh, trying to juggle multiple dates within one day. Like, be careful, man, because you might gas yourself out a little bit too soon. In your uh, previous day, bro, you know, before your relationship, have you ever experienced having a couple of dates on the same day? Um, not not a couple of dates on the same day, but like me with one woman and then kind of like kicking her out and then me with other women. So it's not it's not it doesn't really count as multiple dates, but. I dealt with both two women at the same time. And the second date, okay. like you said, didn't really go great. So I should never yeah, have yeah. kicked out the first one out. But, you know, it is what it is. But, it's um, all about the experience, bro. Yeah. yeah, but you brought up Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne got honored at the Grammys. And he was very, I don't know, if did you see that video? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was very emotional about it, just saying that people from New Orleans don't get honored. And it was kind of surprising to me just... Knowing how much Grammys he won, how much awards, how much, um, pretty much everything. Everybody knows Lil Wayne is popping, but to see him now here being emotional about being honored, what did you think about that? I think that um, throughout, and this is, in, I mean, for the disclaimer, I could be biased, man, but I grew up on Lil Wayne. There's a specific age group of adults that grew up on Lil Wayne. Literally. And every time I seen Lil Wayne win an award, it was like he was happy for the award, right? I've never really saw him like transparent in a like just being happy in a receiving recognition. Mm -hmm. So it was a breath of fresh air to just see Lil Wayne like really like humble. Like you literally saw him like humble, like, yo, this is great. I'm still being recognized in today's music climate, I mean, he's still a GOAT, but like he's not pushing out new music like how some of these other artists are. His name is not as relevant as some of these artists are, and he still had enough uh, willpower to show some type of humble, humbleness ways of his um, uh, GOATness, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. And um, talking about Lil Wayne, I don't know. Recently, he's he has a tour coming out. Did you see the ticket prices on that? Lil Wayne got a tour coming out. Yeah, it's called. I didn't the, know nothing about that. Yeah, it's called the Carter Tour, I believe. What? Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna be at he's gonna be at the Ritz. So that's if you were Raleigh, that's the Ritz. What? <laughs> yes. What? Yo, you just put me on the all the way, all the way. That's crazy. Wow. But what the problem is, because he's going to be in Charlotte as well, called the Fillmore. The problem that I have is it's standing room only in the Ritz. It's standing room only in Fillmore. There's not a sitting down. The price was $300. Oh, 
Get the fuck out of here. I'm not standing up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm not standing up for $300. I love Lil Wayne. I love Lil Wayne, bro. But I'm not doing it, bro. <laughs> what? $300? Your legs going to be cramped? People go, oh, no, man. Yeah. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. But you know what? He is going to sell out, though. Straight up, I know he's he gonna is. he's gonna sell out. People like me don't need to go to that because first of all, you're in the front. Next thing you know, you gotta go to the bathroom. Next thing you come back, you all the way in the back. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> you be like, oh man, <laughs> trying to look for your spot. You like, yo, 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 stay my spot, yo, stay my spot. I'm like, all right, somebody it's moving up, pushing up. No, nah. no, I would, I wouldn't go, especially now. I just don't know how good his performances are now. I see a lot of interviews where like people are reciting his lyrics to him, but he's just like, "That's fire!" I never heard that's fire. <laughs> oh, that was me. <laughs> oh, that was me. <laughs> Yo, like, um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Little Wayne was at uh, Dreamville Fest last year. Okay, okay. And um, I streamed it on Amazon Prime TV, yeah. right? And I saw his performance, and I'm not gonna lie, if I brought Dreamville Fest tickets last year, and I was there looking at Lil Wayne. I kind of would have been a little bit disappointed, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just being real because Lil Wayne knew all those songs. He did all of his classics. He did all of his stuff, and it felt like he was just going through the motions instead of like really giving a sincere performance. It was kind of like he was so busy that he didn't even want to be there. He just he just was there. You know what I'm saying? Tilted his hat like, yo, he had on his hoodie on the whole time, barely showed his face until he waved by. That was when he showed his face. To me, I'd have been like, yo, give me my money back, yo. Because what if I wanted to see Lil Wayne? I thought, and this is crazy, because if you was to uh, talk about these guys back in their back in their prime, you would never say what I'm, what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. But Jeezy did a better job performing than Lil Wayne. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. So people that are uh, gearing gearing up to go see Wayne, because I'm sure y'all are, uh, <laughs> when he uh, touched down in Raleigh and in Charlotte, just be weary. He might just be going through the motions, y'all. So never know. Dang, I was about to say it's probably because his age, but Jeezy is older than Lil Wayne. Jeezy is 45. That's my point, and Lil bro. Wayne is 40. That's Lil crazy. Wayne is young. He's young still. He's yeah. still he's still got some engine, you know, some yeah. um, gas in his tank. So Jeezy did a way better job. I mean, he was standing in one spot. Yeah. I'm like, man, yeah, I'm feeling this. Yeah. It was a better performance though. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I, I don't even know what to say about that. That's that's wild. But that, that's the reason why I probably wouldn't even pay, because three hundred dollars is nuts. Um, no. but but more about the Grammys, you know, Lil Wayne was on the song. Uh, God did with you know DJ Khaled, Rick Ross, and Jay Z. So they had that performance. Um, did you see the performance? Yeah. Okay. I saw a clip of okay. It, yeah. Well, what do you think about it? Before I give my my points, what do you think about it? I thought the performance was solid. I thought it was good. I thought that it was a very strong performance, and I thought it had a clear message. And it was almost borderline. I mean, you know. I, Got to shake up this room, bro. <laughs> it, it was almost borderline. Um, what's that? What's that word? Expected uh, or uh, predicted? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you kind of you kind of saw it coming. I don't know. It's just like the way our climate is in music now. You know, we're paying homage. We're being we're being grateful. We're showing other people that we are grateful for life and success. It was like showing it on the Grammys was just like we did it. We yeah. literally this is the mirror, and we know that we have to be grateful. And here it is. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, huh. That is a foundational thing. You're supposed to always be grateful. Why is it? Why is it a trend now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was the total opposite of what you're saying. I thought it was boring. I thought it was boring. Yeah. They had Rick Ross came up there, standing in one spot. Lil Wayne came up there, standing in one spot. Jay Z rapped for five minutes, sitting down with a microphone. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it's cool to hear that song, listen to it bumping back, but I don't want to watch a performance where you're sit- doing the same thing I'm doing. I don't want to see myself sitting down, you know what I mean? <laughs> listening, nah, to, listening to a song that I've been doing, and this is like what you're going to see. It's like, you got to do a little more. Even I think podcasts, for example, they're not just going to sit down. They might do a little extra. They motivating you, stuff you never heard before. This is something I can legit play my, put my phone, play it, Play it by myself. I don't need to see, watch you. Jay-Z's, you know, no disrespect to Jay-Z. I don't want to sit down and watch Jay-Z rap something that I can hear in my house. I feel that, bro. I mean, I clearly didn't see it that way. I saw it as like a mirror, like how the tempo of music is. And all of all of the artist's gestures just show like, yo, like, we're still here, but we're, but we're grateful that we're here. True. We're just True. showing y'all, like... It's crazy. I don't know. Nah, it, it was cool, but um, do you think Grammys in general, do you think Grammys even matter anymore? Honestly, no. And I think it was because of that damn performance, bro. That made me, <laughs> real, no, for real. That made me think, like, man, I don't think it's even a relevant thing for us to perform and do things at the Grammys, especially from the hip-hop culture. Like, we shouldn't even think about it. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> Um, do you think we're ever going to have an award show for ourselves? Because we do have the BET Awards, but that's not really our awards. If Beyonce gets nominated, she's not going. Kendrick gets nominated, he's not going. All the big names are not going. They have Gorilla and all the people that are up and coming, but our big names. Jay-Z's never going to perform at the BET Awards. Do you think we're ever going to have another award show that's for black entertainment? I don't think it's going to be a, another one, bro. I think that we already sealed that with the BET Awards. I think that a trend of the BET Hip Hop Awards is climbing, Mm -hmm. but the substance within hip hop is changing. It's not as authentic as it used to to be. So uh, I don't know, man. Every time I view the Grammys, man, I always look at it as a mirror in music culture. So like, I mean, Kendrick winning the uh, hip hop, I mean, the uh, Grammy for um, over a Pusher T's album, bro. It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me, bro. I don't, I'm, how do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, I wasn't even sure of the rap uh, category. Let me just check real quick. Yeah, I, be- I believe Kendrick album. won that over uh, Pusha T, Khaled, and um, Jack Harlow. How do you find the nominations? Hold up. Nominations, nominations. So we got Future. Future, I never liked you. 
We got. No, I don't even know where it's at. Hold up, wait a minute. Yeah, it's like I forgot the uh cat the category. Yeah, so it's, it's best it's best rap album, but I don't know. Yeah. Category nominees. There we go. Nominees. Sorry, audience. We working it. We working it. We working it. There we go. <laughs> we don't got we don't got Justin over here. Justin, this is Justin's job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really don't even see who the nominees are. It's not pop. All right, all right. We gonna we gonna forget it. We gonna we, we gonna it's put it good. we gonna put it in the bottom or whatever. Um. <clears throat> So he won, yes. His album, I love the album. Michael, I love the yeah. album. That was my that was my favorite rap album. But my thing with it is just like Drake didn't even get a chance to put his music in there. You know, I don't know if it came out later or whatever, but he's not submitting anymore. Certain albums are not even getting submitted anymore. And it's just like, you know, it's cool, but it's like really, you know, that doesn't that didn't make his album any better to me that he won a Grammy. You know, and it's just like. Now that these people in the Grammy think it's the best album, who cares? Because his first album, which I thought was his probably best album, didn't win. You know, they gave it to Macklemore. So it's just like, you know, it, it is what it is. But I really don't. At the end of the day, I don't care. If I want a Grammy, yeah, that's fire. I got a Grammy because an award is an award. But if I got a BET award, I'll be happy with that as well. But it's just like, I don't, yeah, I don't really care. I hear you, man. I just think Pusha T's album was super dope it was a super dope rap album what album was it though i didn't even know you had an album to um, yeah man oh shit i forgot the name of that shit man but uh it's it's when he had the song with uh uh kanye he had the song with jay he had the song he had a he had a lot of uh hits on that album yo. it came out earlier last year okay best rap uh no this is not it why can't i find oh this is 2000 why do i have 2020 in here don't know <laughs> don't know but the problem is like 2020 they showed it but they didn't show 2000 come on Justin help us out alright here we go 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 got it so we have um, Kendrick Lamar Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers yeah. we have DJ Khaled God Did we have Future I Never Liked You we have Jack Harlow Come Home The Kids Miss You and then Push Your Tea It's Almost Dry that's right It's Almost Dry that's the name of the album yo that was Pusha T had another album. I think he had two more albums be, uh, before this, but it's almost dry. That was a whole different sound. That was a whole different uh, um, certain level of elevation that was portrayed within his music. And having a Grammy for that album would have catapulted him to a whole different level and it's not about having features it's just by him having that crown as a great yeah. rapper yeah you know what i'm saying i don't know why he did not get that grammy man we know kendrick had a, a had a fire album yeah kendrick had a fire album he had a few singles and a, and a few videos from that single from, from those singles but it was still kendrick pusha gave a whole different sound Pusha gave a whole different sound, yo. So I didn't even, I didn't listen to the Push T album. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't, I didn't even click play. Kendrick Lamar, so, I feel like he did fire. He was he was vulnerable in the album. He pretty much talked about his aunt. Um yeah. he talked about um him cheating. He talked about so many different things on there that we didn't know about him. And he made it art. And I think that's that's pretty fire. I don't know, I don't know what Pusha T had. Um, DJ Khaled, his album was just, you know, it is what it is. They had the the cool Jay-Z verse, but that was about it. Future I Never Liked You, I never liked Future's album. 
and um, <laughs> Jack Harlow, Come Home, The Kids Kids Miss You. Honestly, I like that album. I ain't gonna lie. People that was dope too. Yeah, people that like people said he sounded like Drake on there. Everybody sound like Drake. So facts, facts. <clears throat> that being his his first album and getting a Grammy nom. Second, uh, it's, it's, it's a second. Oh, yeah, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah. But still, he got a Grammy nominee, right? Uh, it was decent. I don't know, man. I think for uh, Kendrick, like this goes back into the analogy that I use as far as the Grammys being used as a mirror. Kendrick had a live performance, I believe it was the year before last or last year, of specific racial injustices that was reflected within his album as stories as a performance at the Grammys. And we was within that climate, within our society we're still in there but it was more uh prominent yeah back then right um kendrick is by by kendrick winning the grammy again it just shows that we're still in that mirror aspect bro because he was vulnerable he was talking about his emotions just like what she was saying and that's where a lot of people are at right now he even had a song on the album talking about the differences between how a man handle a situation and how a woman handle a situation when they're in love and that toxicity, you know what I'm saying? That toxic love. So, I mean, yeah, you know, it wasn't like he didn't deserve the uh, Grammy. It was just more so like, it was just more so like, um, it, it would have been nice if, yeah. if they would have shifted it. Cause that would have, that, that would have gave relevancy for our music to be involved with the Grammys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can't control the Grammys, but um, a good thing that happened was Beyonce is now the all-time Grammy winner, I guess. I don't, she, has, she has won the most Grammys out of anybody. So I think mm-hmm. that's pretty fire. Clap it up, Beyonce. <laughs> um, did you like that album? I don't even remember if we've ever talked about that. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't even listen to it, honestly. I've heard things about it. I think I've heard other songs here and there, but I haven't heard the album. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to move past that. She's going on tour as well. Did you hear about that? I heard about that. Okay. Those ticket prices are about to be crazy. <laughs> those ticket prices, I saw a mock of those ticket prices, like a, like a mock, yeah. um, whatever. Yeah. Yo, she charging people. Fucking a range between five thousand and seven thousand dollars. Get the fuck out of here. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, me and my girl are trying to go, so hopefully they are. They are de- de- decent price. Cause yeah, like I said, I'm doing uh, last episodes. I'm going traveling this year, so I can't go traveling. Spend ten thousand dollars on Beyonce tickets. <laughs> Boy, good luck. You good? You good? Shoot. You go, you go, yo, max out. You're gonna max out that card, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, people gonna come back, they're gonna be like, people gonna come back from Beyonce broke with no money, try to figure out what's going on. I'm telling you, bro, whole tax income te- uh checks is gone. <laughs> nah, bro. I don't know. But you know, she's gonna have some sold out shows, man. Yeah. yeah. No, they all too. they all sold out. Have you ever, ever been to a Beyonce show? Nah. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go, man. You got this is the listen, this is the best time. You're single, you only gotta pay for one ticket. Come on, man. That's true. That's but I'm not really a Beyonce fan, man. I feel the same way. I could I could hear her in my damn, you know, headphones or whatever, you know. Um good. But, 
thing about it is like I've been I went to the last thing she had on the run tour her and Jay-Z so I guess it's a little okay. different you're getting both that show was amazing I've been to a Jay-Z show before he legit was doing the same thing he did in the Grammy stage mm-hmm. he had a black he had, I think he had a, a white tee took the white tee off he had a black tee that's all mm-hmm. he had for the rest of the whole thing for the Beyonce on the mm-hmm. run tour with uh, Jay-Z yeah. Every song he's changing outfits, running back changing outfits. They do songs together where it starts with Beyonce, then it goes to Jay Z song. It was it was a full performance, which is what you want out of a you know a concert. But yeah. Beyonce, was- yeah, if you watch the Beyonce Homecoming um um concert, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I feel that's that's fine. I felt like I was there even though I watched it on TV. That's the kind of performances. I like to see and something like that. I would definitely would. I would pay to see that in person. I don't know how much, but I'll pay to see that. In person. I feel you. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm biased. It's just uh, from the stuff I hear on the radio and you know social media, all that stuff. You hear Beyonce like sampling old songs. Mm-hmm. I think she sampled a song with uh, Frankie Beverly in, in Maze. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yo, do you know Frankie Beverly and Maze is still out here having shows? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The ticket is about one sixteenth of Beyonce's uh, concert <laughs> tickets. I I go see Frankie Beverly and Maze right before I go <laughs> see Beyonce. That's just me being real. <laughs> yeah, For real. Now I was doing some research on her song that won, uh, "Cuff It." So you talking mm-hmm. like she samples old music? She also has um, older musicians on her song. So with the "Cuff It" song, okay. this guy that played guitar on it is called Nile Rogers. And he did a lot of songs for Chick. Um, I'm not going to sing them because I don't remember how they go. But y'all do the research. Nile Rogers. he did uh, Good Times for Chick. Um, Freak. Um, what else? What else? Just look him up. He did a lot of lot of dope. Oh, it's right here. I Want Your Love by Chick. Uh, Everybody Dance. So, yeah. do you, But the, the most, you'll definitely know who what Good Times is. I don't remember how that song went because it wasn't like the theme song Good Times. But... It was definitely a fire song, yeah. and I think and he actually won the Grammy. He was on the stage and actually accepted it when that song came on, which I thought was pretty dope. So she got a powerhouse band. That's what's up. Yeah, because I, I mean, hell, you know, all right, hey, why not? <laughs> but I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to fester in that. I'm gonna have to think on that. I may have to go to one of them Galentine uh, celebrations to get some brainstorming, to get some uh, ideas of whether or not it's a good idea to mm-hmm. go. But, yeah, um, but yeah. changing changing topics. We are in Black History Month, and I don't really want to talk about you know the same things every year. Who did this? Who did that? Martha the King, Malcolm X. I just we just for us we like praising people that are making history as we go. So yesterday was the sixth February sixth. So twenty years ago, Fifty Cent dropped "Get Rich or Die Trying." And, you know, that album changed his life, you know. Um, For example, when he was heating up, like, making his album, um, it was an interview where Jay-Z was telling uh, Memphis Bleak and uh, Beanie Single, like, yo, 50 Cent's coming, so y'all better, this little window before he dropped, y'all better (laughs) flood flood him up with music because after he drops, it's a rap, and he was 100% right. Do you you remember, like, your first time hearing 50 Cent? Oh, man. Yo, like, it was yesterday. I heard that, uh... The album and the intro was like you flipping a coin and it lands on the table and yep. you can hear the a coin just coming to a stop. Classic. Yeah. And then next thing you know, bow, like 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know, man. The album is just dope, man. He has so many classics. And you 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 really felt his story the whole ride of the album from the beginning to the end. So uh, you don't really hear music like that nowadays. I, I think 50 was like one of the last of, the, of a dying breed. Because uh, another debut album that I can think of that was classic that molded a famous rapper's career was Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style. True, true. Like it shaped his whole career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I don't know. You don't really, you don't, you don't really hear albums like that nowadays. No, nah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, the thing that I liked about Fifty Cent, I remember seeing the In the Club video. This is before Instagram, before social media, before all these workout gurus online. He's legit doing um sit ups, hanging his legs on the um, <laughs> the bar. You know, being doing them upside down. I've never seen that like that. I still can't do that. I probably could, but I didn't try. I haven't tried. I ain't trying to hurt myself out here. But yeah. that was fire to see. It was just to see him grow from that hustle mentality. Yo, I'm gonna get rich. Or I'm gonna die trying. Like that's like. A mentality you should have. You don't want to really think about the death part, but you want to get that goal. You want to you want to go after it. So it's just cool to see his growth twenty years ago, being that rapper by himself, bringing in G Unit, having a clothing line. He even um, he had beef with Game, which was one of his people on there. He actually trademarked the name G U Not because <laughs> the Game was using that name. He said, "Yo, I'm about to make some money off you." The guy, you know, he's a genius. Like he's man, Fifty Cent is. He's just he's just a legend, yo. I mean, real. Now yeah. a great director now too, pumping out shows, yo. He's like, he's fucking it up on stars, yo. And um, real. just just to think about that, I know you you brought up your um your song with another debut album, but do you think there are any artists now or any artists that like are in top of the game that can do something like Fifty Cent? Because he went from a twenty year run right now. He went from rapping and he's still popular in the game for doing something other than rapping. We have, you know, Diddy. We have Jay-Z. Who do you think out of the current pool of rappers that can do something like that? Man, the current pool of rappers, man, I, that's, 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 that's a hard question. And the reason why I say that is because our current pool of rappers, their foundation is mixtapes, like literally. Like some of some of them have a better mixtape catalog than they do an album mm-hmm, catalog. Mm-hmm. So their debut albums uh, is kind of like, uh, for instance, um, person that comes off the top of my head is uh, Wiz Khalifa. His yeah. mixtape catalog is way better than his album catalog. Yeah. And his first album was kind of like anticipated, but it was just, of course, it did well, but it was just because of what what people knew about him. So looking at it from a visionary perspective, if we was to take the pool of rappers that are out now, right, and how they came out, right, um, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, would they still, would they have leverage of their album using, uh, using their album to help shape their career? Honestly, I don't know. But you know what I can say? The R&B side of things. Yeah, okay. I can definitely see that. Like, um, for instance, Bryson Bryson Tiller's okay. Trap Soul. Yeah, I think that album is going to mold his whole career. He can venture off and be a songwriter and do all this stuff, but that Trap Soul really shifted the sound of R and B from a male's perspective. True. So, yeah, man. Yeah. 
Hmm. Um, me. I know, I know I asked the question. That is kind of tough because I don't see my main thing is you have to see them doing something else. You know, like right, like, like Rick Ross, he's been rapping, but now you see him have the wing stop. You know, he's he can it's so many different things he can go into. Um even even Joe Budden, like Joe Budden, he wasn't his music wasn't great. He had that pump it up song was set him, you know, ahead of everybody else. But then he continuously like slowly worked on the pot. He put up music, working on a podcast where he's at now. Yeah. I just don't see anybody that was at fifty cents level that's mm-hmm. doing anything. Like I could think Drake possibly could because he has like the Nike stuff, but I'm not really seeing that. Like it's it's kind of hard to see because everyone is in tune with the same thing. Like there's this trend now of like Lil Baby uh, being like a funny rapper, and I'm not gonna lie. Like there are some things that <laughs> he does, and I'm like, yo, this guy is crazy. Yeah. But his music is still on that same sound. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I think he's now uh, uh, tapping into doing new things. Like he's been on SNL, I think like what twice now. Like mm-hmm. I mean, so you know he's doing his thing. But we'll see, man. You know, twenty twenty years from now, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, man, I'm all out of topics. What you got, man? We got we got like ten more minutes Yo. to run this. Yo, man, on some real, I want to bring something up, man, and I don't know if we'll be able to stretch that out, but yeah. I'll try. My thing is, um, um, I want to touch on Black history, man, because I think you briefly talked about it uh, in terms of um, not touching on past history. I completely agree. Uh, they're trying to rewrite our history, right? But I can see things from a different angle. So, like, I want to shout out the YouTube um, atmosphere in terms of podcasters and um, them uh, bringing on guests and bringing on teachers and spiritual healers and educators and professionals and business people to give advice for everyday people, right? I think that there's so many Black-based YouTube platforms that are bringing on high-level Black professionals, and they're teaching Black professionals life. And I, I think that's a beautiful thing, man. And I think that that's history that we're that we're making, or, or or that we're in the current midst of, that is going over people's heads. And I don't I don't know why people aren't talking about it. I don't want to shout out other people's uh, platform Please, thank you. our platform. Thank you. You know what I'm I saying? Pre- I appreciate you. Music. I appreciate you. you. Yes. Sir. This is face the music. This is what we do. We, yeah. we just, you know, acknowledge it. Yeah. Uh, subliminally. <laughs> but look, listen, yo, they got a lot of platforms on YouTube that are teaching people. And I think that it's a great thing, man. I mean, hell, I can even say it. I'm one of those people. So. I want to say that we're creating history. We're creating new history. So, yeah, no, I I agree because you do see like when you want to know something, you look up YouTube. So it is good that people are putting the information out on YouTube. Um, the thing about it, I just, I, I just, I just wish it was more of that in schools or in education because you learn just the regular basics. You learn, and you don't even learn everything. You learn about Martin Luther King. You learn about Malcolm X. You learn about 
uh, slavery, you know, and that's and that's about it. Those are the three things that you learned, and then that's it. And then you know, you go all different places. You learn so much. Like even when we were younger, we heard about Christopher Columbus discovering America. You know, and it's just like they didn't give us all the details. You know, which is which is kind of sad. Um, but it's one thing that I did read. I was actually trying to find the details of it while you were talking. Uh, let's see. I think it said Florida. I don't even know if I have this thing right. I don't want to say the wrong thing. But it was something to the fact, you probably heard about it, so you probably can explain a little better. But it was something to the fact where it, um, Florida kind of like canceled Black History Month or they can't have Black History Month or a course about Black History. Oh, yeah. yes. I did hear you heard? About okay, so explain it more because like I said, I just briefly looked at it. So like uh, I'm going to paraphrase what I can remember. Okay. So as a disclaimer for the audience, please do your do your research. Jelan is right. There is something in Florida where they canceled a specific curriculum within school so that no one knows about a specific segment of history. I want to encourage our audience to just go research that uh, to more detail, but I'm going to try to like uh, hit it from um, a surface level. Uh, basically, man, they taken out a curriculum of history at school and a lot of parents are giving backlash. And then there's other parents that are like supportive of it. Like, this is great. And I think that uh, that is kind of a misleading thing. And, and no one's really thinking about the psychology of the children and um, what's going to or how they're going to be impacted in the future. So I don't know, man. I, I think it's a weird thing. No one ever talks about it. But right, well, no one ever I never heard anyone take anything out of a curriculum that was just it was already instilled for years and years and years right and then you also never hear about anybody adding something new to a curriculum exactly. too so it's kind of like ah, how can you argue that but yeah man the audience please go check that out more yeah because i think yeah you saying that kind of like uh pretty much talked about the same thing i, I read so basically they were taking out african-american uh, studies out of it and it's I think it's just a weird I think the whole school system is just weird is that legit I had African-American literature and I had a white teacher you know I'm yeah. not saying a white teacher can't teach it but you know if you're teaching that kind of stuff you kind of want the color of the person that's you know teaching it you know because I think that's that's very important you're teaching about it you want them to go ahead no, I was waiting. Oh, okay. no, yeah, you want them to be, you want them to teach it from them. You know, they did it. You know, we want us us to teach ourselves things. I said that totally wrong, but ignore all of that. But um, pretty much pretty much what I want to talk about is that I had that class, and when I was in the, the last steps of picking up my college, my yeah. teacher was saying, I don't think you should go to the HBCU school. You know, she didn't say it like that, but she said, I don't think you should go to A&T because I, I think it would be better for you to go into the PWI because the um, diversity you're not going to get the diversity in that because in the work uh, workforce you're going to see more of what you see in the PWI instead of the H HBCU you know just you like, had a teacher tell you that bro yeah my, oh, my, my, a white teacher why yeah the African American literature teacher no, that's wow yeah I would have never yo like you're you're better than me I'm happy that you went to T because uh yo <laughs> If a white teacher would have told me that, 
oh my gosh, bro. I don't know what I would have done. But see, that does goes to show as far as like knowing our our history and then still going with our consciousness. Yeah. And I think if we was to know about our history from our own kind, it would resonate better within us to have a certain level of reaction and a certain level of internalizing knowledge too, right? So um, yeah, man, that is, that is, that is interesting, bro. Like I was going to say that um, there's a special on um, Hulu. It's called uh, the 1619 Project. And I'm sure, uh, you know, our audience probably know, uh, you know, about that. Please comment if you have seen it, but um, if you, if you didn't, please go check it out, man. And I don't know if you check that, check that out, man. It's a pretty dope, it's a pretty dope little mini series talking about black history from a melodic woman's perspective that is within our age group, basically. And um, I'm not going to spoil it for the audience, but she did say, I am going to say this point to prove this point. She did say that her whole life changed when she received history from a black man that was a teacher. So I don't know if he was a specific history teacher, but he was a teacher and he gave her some type of history and it made her think about things that helped her produce all the things that she did within her career that landed her to have this mini docu- documentary series based on the year 1619. So yeah, man, yo, it's really about what you know. And if Florida is taking the liberty of saying, we don't care, we're taking it out it's up to us now. It's up to us and our kids later. You know what I'm saying? Because I had a wild thought. I had a wild thought. But if I was to have a child, I know for a fact they will know who Dr. Umar Johnson is. Yeah. I know for a fact that they will know who 19 Keys is. You know what I'm saying? Like all these keys. people. Yeah, man. Look them up. Okay. It's dope. All right. Sorry. But um, yeah, man. Like all these, all these people, all these people that are pushing narrative for um, understanding history and just educating yourself and basically knowledge of self, right? Uh, my kid is gonna know about that before they even reach a history curriculum in that school. So, yeah, man. No, and I, 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 like, I like where you went there about, you know, the black, black teachers should teach, you know, black students, because you think of a teacher, a lot of times teachers are doing more work than they get paid. So, for example, they have African-American literature. They're going to do a little more research on this instead of just, okay, this is a curriculum. Here you go. Here's the grades. Keep moving. They're going to do stuff outside of that to help you because I don't think I've ever had, except in college. In college, I had a black uh, teacher that teach African-American studies. I failed that class, though. I didn't fail it, but I got to see it. I knew good in there. But um, I think that's the only time I had a teacher that was black that actually taught, you know. So I think that was, that was, a, really, that was a really good point. Um, but one, one more thing, I don't know if you've seen this. I'm actually going to show you on uh, here. So basically in Florida they have, can you see that, Tony? Yes. So in Florida they have police, I don't know if you can see it, but it was a, those were a, that was a police cars that had Black History Month on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. See, they're reaching. You know what I'm saying? We love our black people. We know how to paint our cars, y'all color. Like what? 
That's crazy. Y'all like, would, y'all would have a flag if y'all would have had a flag here. Man, don't even get me started, bro. That's the crazy thing about it is just like we have so much of these cops. I, I know we don't want to talk about the cop killing the uh, the guy because I was like a little while ago, but yeah. we have so many stories about that about being scared of getting pulled over by a cop because you don't know what's happened. All these people that ended up dying from cops, they weren't out here murdering nobody. They weren't out here being the um, a serial killer or anything. They probably had a taillight out, license expired, or something so s- small that they should be able to go home after that, just go, you know, get a ticket. But they end up dying over it, you know? And then y'all, y'all are putting these cards that say Black History Month like the Black History Month to pick up black people. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's, it's terrible, yo. It's, it's just terrible. bad targeted marketing. I mean, my my thing is, bro, like, I just think about the kids, man. And I think black people for Black History Month, we need to think about our kids. Like, think about our black kids. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, they're going to be the ones pushing on history while we're gone. And if they don't know the right history, they're going to learn that Florida, you know, every month in February, they paint their police cars African colors. It's a homage for Black History Month. That's all they want to know. That's that's sick, man. That's sick. Yeah, it is. That's sick. For sure. Um, I ain't gonna lie, man. I liked that little end of the segment of the episode more than the entire episode. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know. What? That was my favorite part of the whole episode, the end of it. So, so hopefully, hopefully y'all listen this far because I actually enjoyed that. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, I I, I enjoyed the whole the whole ride, bro. We was yeah. just you know flowing, talking, man. Yeah. Hey, I hope Justin's alright, man. Hope he's alright, man. <laughs> Justin's, you can. Hey, man. Hey, man. I hope you're alright, bro. All right. You can hear us, but See nah, you. man. On some real. Thank y'all for listening. If y'all came to the back end of the show, I'm, I'm gonna try to do it the way Justin do it, man. You right. know, Justin doing it all smooth and stuff, you know. But look, listen. If y'all made it to this end, thank y'all, man. We want to encourage y'all to follow us on YouTube, Instagram, listen to the latest episode, man. Reach out to us, man. Thank y'all for listening. Um, You got any last uh, remarks, bro? Um, All I got to say, I really enjoyed the Black History piece. I kind of, like, I'm always a fan of getting away from so much past stuff, but the way you explained it was fire. I legit might want to do, it's up to you if you want to. I don't know what Justin's doing, but I honestly want to do a full episode of just black history. I think that would be kind of dope. I don't know. We can definitely tap into it, bro. Okay. I, I've been doing my research since research was research. Okay. No problem. Okay. Hey, I want to encourage all the uh, lovers out there, love yourself first before you love others, man. True. That's real. True. Yeah, man. Hey, shoot. We're face to music. I'm Tony. And I'm Jalon. Yeah, man. Yeah, good job. Good job, ended it, yo. <laughs> yeah.